You're listening to The Lively Show, episode 94. Welcome to The Lively Show. I'm your host, Jess Lively, and this blogcast is designed to uplift, inspire, and add a little extra intention to your everyday. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. I'm so excited to be speaking with you today, especially. This episode is sponsored by Squarespace.com. At the end of the episode, we'll be speaking with Angela of BearRootGirl.com about her tips on making a gorgeous and easy-to-create website with Squarespace. And as always, if you want to get those Squarespace bonuses through the Lively Show, go to Squarespace.com Lively for your free 14-day trial, and then use the code Lively at checkout to get 10% off your service. Before I get into the guest for today's show, I want to share a little bit about what today's episode's all about. As you guys have heard me talk about here and there on the Lively Shows this September, I'm dedicating this September to helping you start to create values-based intentions. This is something that is near and dear to my heart because it's the true core of what I do in terms of my career and the impact that I look to have on people in this world. Though I only open it twice a year, I love doing this deep dive with people who are ready and willing to start changing the way they're approaching their lives so they can feel more peaceful, present, joyful, grateful, and fulfilled. All of those things that we're looking for often in the wrong places based on what traditional methods of success have taught us to do. I myself was struggling for many years of my life trying to do it the way I was told I should do it, to have all the things I wanted to have and do all the things I wanted to do. And if I just had all of that stuff, that I would be happy. Though those things had short bursts of positivity, I'd ultimately feel a little empty inside and I would just find myself having to create newer goals, newer, shinier vision board pennies, if you will. And I realized like, what is it? Is this all there is to life? There's gotta be more. So I studied from that point forward, which was eight years, trying to find that other way. There was no easy place that just had it all laid out in a practical step-by-step and visual process. So I studied in all different areas and eventually spent 14 months putting together the Life with Intention online course and approach. This is a very comprehensive course that goes through from start to finish what is going on when it comes to success and why the traditional methods don't really provide the promise that we're told that they do. We're told that they will leave us everlastingly fulfilled and happy, et cetera, et cetera. But the truth is all they end up doing is leaving us going around the same two lower levels of success mountain over and over again. So if you're interested in learning how to set values-based intentions, which is one little piece of the Life with Intention approach, you can go over to lifewithintentiononline.com slash miniseries. You can start setting your uppercase V values there. And of course, the Life with Intention online course is where all of it is shared. Start to finish the whole process. There's so much more than just the uppercase V values. We have to understand how to overcome the resistance, implement it in our lives, given our constraints of time, attention, and money, and so much more. So what I thought to do for this incoming class of Life with Intention, I thought it would be best to have a member from a previous Life with Intention online group share their experience so that you can hear from their words what this experience was like. I've done this in season one with Elizabeth Piper. So if you want to listen to her episode, you can go to justlively.com slash Elizabeth Piper. And today you can hear Katie Evans share as well. For anyone who's super excited and wants to just jump in and register right away, you can also go to lifewithintentiononline.com. Registration officially opened yesterday, and we've already had over 80 members join us so far. 
So now let's share a little bit about Katie. As I mentioned, she's coming on as an alumni of Life with Intention Online. She's a mom, a wife with a full-time career. She's very active in the nonprofit community, and she's the founder of HoorayMail.com. This woman has a lot on her plate, and I'm so excited to share what her transformation has been like through the course and the material that she's learned and applied in her life. Let's go to the show. Katie, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me, Jess. I'm so honored to be on the show. Your guests are people I totally admire and have learned from, so I'm thrilled to join their company. And it's an honor to have you here. So let's get started with your background. Tell us how you got to where you are now. I live a little bit north of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'm definitely a Midwestern girl. I've been married to my husband, Mark, for six years. We met actually at a Halloween party in college. Aww. We have two little girls, a curly-haired and spunky four-year-old named Nina and a sweet little one-and-a-half-year-old named May Francis. I just launched a new business called Hooray Mail. It's personalized subscription snail mail for kids. And I also work full-time. I'm the VP of operations at a medical software company. And I'm the board president of a local nonprofit organization. Oh, my God. I'm exhausted just thinking about this. And by the way, <laughs> didn't you tell me before the call you're not even 30 yet? That's correct. I turned 30 actually <laughs> this month, but not yet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm a year older than you, and I have not done a fraction of what you've just well, shared. Well, well, well. <laughs> Why hooray mail on top of everything else you're doing? Part of that came from the Life with Intention class, and I can get to what that led to. It was part of really my career intention and something that came out of that. But Hooray Mail, really, ever since I was a little girl, I've loved getting mail. I'm a letterpress lover, and I just love when a pretty envelope shows up in the mail. And my daughter started to wonder when mail was coming for her. So I started to fake it and put things in the mail for her. And I thought, there's <laughs> got to be something. I don't have time to do this. There's got to be something I can buy online because subscription boxes and services are so popular. And I looked to see if there was something I could just buy for them, and I couldn't find what I was looking for. So I decided to do something about it. And Hooray Mail is really my answer for busy mamas just like me who want to create moments of joy for their kids and with their kids. And inside each envelope, there's a personalized little inspirational letter and a little activity page that really just promotes quality time spent with your child and really connecting with them on purpose instead of by accident. So putting your phone down, stopping making dinner for just a second, letting the laundry sit, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect in life, but just to connect with them, whether it's for five minutes or 10 minutes and do that little activity together and just see their eyes light up when they get something in the mail. It's just so awesome. So let's talk about life before the class. So you just shared all the other things. Hooray Mail is a new one for you since class. But before that, you were doing so much with the job, the board. You have a master's degree. Your husband does triathlons you shared with me earlier. <laughs> yep. So there is a lot going on in your life. What was your life like before the class in terms of how you were feeling about the life that you had? So I definitely felt like that was really part of something on my husband and I's kind of bucket list. Each year on our wedding anniversary, which is in August, we create kind of a list of goals or intentions for ourselves that we wanted to cross off. And we basically crossed all of them off relatively quickly just because we're like on a nonstop train and we have a ton of energy. So we just keep going. Life is short, I guess, to some extent. But we got to that point and kind of felt like, okay, well, now what? We had climbed Success Mountain, I guess I would say, as a livelyism. That's kind of the <laughs> lingo from the Life with Intention class, which I love, by the way. I love that you can kind of speak your own language. That's awesome. 
we got to that point and felt like, now what? So the class for me was really about reframing what success meant and not needing to chase shiny pennies and really kind of look at where I was headed or where we as a couple and as a family and as a mother and all that sort of thing, where we were headed so that we didn't constantly feel like we were in this chase or in a race for everything, for perfection, to be the perfect mom or the perfect wife or to have the perfect house. And I realized through the class is that you really can have it all if you redefine what the all means. And for me, that was creating my values-based intentions and getting the coaching through the Life with Intention class. I'm just trying to kind of get a sense of how you were feeling emotionally before the class. <laughs> you kind of got everything. And then it was, and then what? Yeah. Was it emptier or more fleeting as far as satisfaction than you expected it to feel? It did a little bit. I guess I would say I was feeling burnt out or feeling like we had worked super hard. And that was awesome. We were so proud of what we accomplished. It wasn't like I look back at those things with resentment or wishing that I hadn't done them. I'm super proud of them. But I was definitely feeling kind of empty or feeling like my ego was taking over and talking to me or like these little voices in my head were constantly rapping on me to say, what else? What's next? Keep going. Yeah. The doing level of success. For sure. For sure. So for everyone listening, she's mentioning Success Mountain and there's three levels. And what it sounds like is, yeah, you are a classic doing level of success person. And yeah, I would like to say the class is really for two general people. I think it's ideal for those who might be like Katie, like you are, who were feeling burned out by doing it all. And it's also for the people that are more likely to feel bummed out and not wanting to do any of it because they already know it's not going to necessarily leave them very fulfilled. And so they're not really trying at all. So there's two totally different ends of the spectrum. But both of those people, I think, can really benefit the most from life with intention in terms of what the impact will be, which is that sustainable, enduring and flexible version of success that's more than just the doing and the having. Most definitely. The vision board concept was something that was a light bulb moment for me because I was one of those people who back when Oprah was on the air, that was such a concept from the secret and all that sort of thing. And I felt like, yeah, totally. That's what we should be doing. And if we just have it, if that's our life, if it looks like the board, then we'll be happy. For sure. That's what we were sold by traditional methods of success. In 2015, I think the goal list has now topped the vision board in terms of how people are trying to define success and happiness for themselves. I also think, and I'm sure you'll agree to some extent, that Pinterest has replaced vision boards a little bit because we all pin what we hope to be ideal. But Pinterest perfection is awesome. I love Pinterest. But to a certain extent, you can't expect that life exists that way, you know? <laughs> yes, exactly. And for anyone that does love vision boards or goal lists, don't worry. Like, it's not that they are not important. They're just tools. And I think the problem is we've been sold that those are the path to fulfillment and joy when they're really just tools to execute on what we're already feeling joyful about. And that comes from the values. And that's the total swap of approach. So it's not that those things are terrible. It's just that we've been using them to provide joy when really we bring joy to doing or achieving those things. Couldn't have said it better. <laughs> so let's talk about your experience with Life with Intention Online. What was it like for you? The experience was great. I loved that it came to me via email. I didn't have to think about logging in and you emailed every time there was something new, a new module available, which was awesome. And the videos and worksheets and printables that were part of it, all the materials just right there for you. And it's super simple and easy to kind of consume as you go and when you have time to do it. Another thing that I loved about the class was the community area or the ability to 
chat with people or learn from or kind of be just an observer if you don't want to participate, which I was sometimes as well, just a great place to learn and bounce ideas off of people in that community area was just a really great resource that I didn't really think I would use or find value in, but that was a really great supplement that I just loved learning from the other women and ladies in the class and men maybe, were there men? They might be in there and be more quiet. I haven't seen anyone partaking in the community. That said, there's hundreds of students in there. Yeah, men should do it though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely still applies. Even if there's a bunch of quarrel, don't let the quarrel scare you. No. <laughs> it definitely is universal truths. These apply to everyone. In terms of the experience with the content, so you have shared with me that you did the mini series, which many other people might have recently taken through this recent round of registration as well. How would you say the mini series compared to the actual class itself? The mini series, gosh, is just kind of like a nugget or introduction into the tip of the iceberg into what all lies beneath the surface of life with intention. And it really, for me, set up the concept and helped me in my mind, realized that, oh my gosh, this was something that was reaching out to me. I felt in my intuition that this was something I needed to pursue. And that class really kind of opened my eyes up to what was possible in life and to not be stuck on that doing level. And it was also the beginning of me kind of trusting the vibes I was getting. I totally believe that energy doesn't lie. So you have to listen to it when it speaks to you. And that was the beginning of that journey for me was the course. So the mini series was a great introduction, but there is so much more to it. I don't want people to think I've learned values-based intentions through the live workshop I just recently did or the mini series and think I've got it now. There is so much more to this because just knowing your values alone, if you get to that point through that one hour training or the mini series, isn't enough to actually implement it given everything that's going on in your life. The ego resistance is going to inevitably pop up to try to keep you stuck going around that success mountain. And that community implementation factor that comes with the coaching that we do as a group and all of the one-on-one stuff that happens too with that coaching, I think it can be really the difference of learning about something and actually implementing it and having it change your life. So on that topic, how has the class, after taking that content and applying it from everything that was shared in the course, changed your life? Gosh, in a couple of ways, I look back at this past year since I did that class and it's really been a trajectory changing year for me. I finished the class probably about a year ago or so. And then last May around Mother's Day, my husband, who is a great gift giver, he's a great guy, but he actually got me your Life with Intention online tattoos, (laughs) which is awesome. Got me El Luna's book, Choose Your Must, which I'm a huge fan of. I learned of it initially from Swiss Miss and her Creative Morning series. She had a big video and then I bought the book. And again, just like that mini course had me saying, yes, yes, this is where you need to be in life. You have to stop daydreaming. And I really felt like then I had to choose my must and I had to listen to my intuition and really focus on what I had learned and kind of bought into in the class. And for me, my must was connecting moms with their kiddos, which led to creating hooray mailing. And throughout that process, I felt like, oh my gosh, I don't know that I need something else to add to my plate. I think people from the outside look at me and think that I'm super confident and know what's going on in life. But really, I usually chuckle and think, gosh, I'm insecure and an introvert and human, just like everybody in life. And I just had to get that all together and got in my head that I can find peace and joy and fulfillment no matter the things I have or do if I felt like it was a priority for me. For me, I was really passionate about connecting moms with their kiddos. So I led to to start this business. So that was part of, I guess, how my life has changed in the past year. 
And in addition, part of creating the values based intentions with your capital V values in the class is just a tiny component of what you learn in the class, of course. But it's something that I use still every day. I have my intentions printed out in a frame and they're sitting in my bathroom. And of all things, I read them while I blow dry my hair because it's quiet time. (laughs) (laughs) I love that idea. Oh, I love it. Well, I live in Wisconsin. So in the winter, we have to blow dry our hair. It's too cold to air dry, (laughs) as you maybe remember from living in Chicago. So I read them every day and it's really become such a way to start my day with intention and really help me remember how I want to parent and how I want to be a wife and a friend and a daughter and how I want to kind of live my time. And that's really been life-changing to start it with intention and to kind of have a miracle morning that's part of it for me. So for people that have just listened to the show, maybe they didn't even do the trainings or anything like that. What would you share for a Lively Show listener who maybe hasn't gone even just to the first little mini workshop or mini series? What I've like told my sister-in-laws, I have three of them or friends of mine when they've asked what I've been doing or what the course is. I just tell them it's nothing like I've ever done before. It's an online class. To me, this is more important. I guess I'll call it coursework than what I learned in college to some extent, although I loved college and it was great. For me, it was about putting together the thoughts in my head that were kind of mush that I couldn't articulate in the cohesive way or I couldn't concretize. I was really wanting to live an intentional life, but I didn't know what that meant. So the class helped me get it. It helped all the light bulbs turn on and really spit out what was in my head in an articulate way. So I could feel like I you know, had understanding about what my intuition was telling me and what kind of life that I wanted to lead for the next 70 years or whatever the case is, that it was really about using my time and treating my relationships as if they're important because they are. That's really what matters in life is the people. I just really wanted to make sure that I was using my time and using my spiritual kind of being, for lack of words, in a way that mattered. The course for me was all about that kind of thing. It's just as much advice you'd get from a life coach or from reading personal development books. It's the same type of thing. It just has way bigger impact. At least I believe it is. (laughs) Why do you think so? From the reasons I mentioned before, the impact about creating my personal possessions, career, relationships, those intentions really impact every component of my life. It affects how I shop for clothes or how I decorate my home or the type of food I put in my mouth or how I talk to my kiddos. It really helped me figure all of that out. And it's not mush in my head anymore, if that makes sense. Yeah, you're staring at it every time you blow dry your hair. (laughs) (laughs) What are the things you've added to your life that's important to you based on your values is that connection with the moms to their children. So you've added hooray mail as an expression of that value. By the way, for everyone listening, this class is not about business. Totally not. It's not about starting a business. Although there's some great bonus business stuff in there for anyone who does, because I've rolled my business coaching materials all into this as a free bonus on top of the course. So anyone that does want that, it's there as a bonus later. But the class is not designed to help everyone start a side business on top of their already busy lives. For you, that just happened to be your value. But are there any areas of your life that maybe you let go of or things that you took off of your plate because of your values? I think some of that probably was in my personal realm about maybe eating or exercising and making time for that. I maybe had wanted to chase shiny pennies or was going after things that I felt like mattered. I mean, I love to decorate my home or I love to make it pretty in a comfortable area, but I felt like I was decorating maybe for the wrong reason, maybe for appearance or to keep up with the Joneses or the Kardashians or whoever (laughs) you want to keep up with. 
but for me, kind of defining my possession intention about to have a calm and beautiful home when I'm in TJ Maxx or Home Goods, if it doesn't speak to me in that way and it doesn't serve that intention, then I'm not going to buy it. Same thing with my wardrobe or the type of food I put in my mouth before I might have said to myself, oh, well, I can have this extra cookie today because tomorrow I will go run. Well, I'm not a runner, so I wasn't going to go run and I would just make excuses up in my head. But now my personal intention is to eat for energy, which I think came out of the community area as one that a lot of people used. Or maybe is that your intention, Jess? It's Mr. Lively's, actually. Mr. Lively has been experimenting for the last several years using that one in different ways and finding what works for him. I love that intention because like in college, I was a vegetarian or now... I am partially paleo. It's totally opposite, obviously, but I felt like I just had to explore what worked for me. And rather than chasing what I felt like was a shiny penny or was something that I should do because somebody told me to do it or I felt like that was trendy, I just kind of realized that it didn't really matter and I could just do what mattered to me, that I didn't need to chase after perfection or chase after more of X, Y, or Z introspection really is what this work is. And it's different than a lot of things where we're just kind of taking on the external expectations of society or people we know. That's one of the great blessings, but also something that can be new to certain people who have taken the class is to really spend that time reflecting on what's most important to them outside of all of the voices that have told them they should care about or this should be important to you, but to really tap into what's important to you from an authentic intuition level. Yes. And I think like what you said before, what introspection is more enduring. That really mattered to me. So who would you recommend this for specifically? I would really recommend it to people who, of course, have some level of interest in wanting to improve or develop or for people who just feel maybe stuck and they don't know where, what the answer or next step in their life for them is. This really can help you figure it out in so many ways. I don't think you have to be a business owner or a mom or have a ton of stuff on your plate, because really none of that matters at the end of the day. Just because I do X, Y, and Z doesn't mean everybody does. Or just because, you know, so many of your guests have amazing resumes and accomplishments, which is awesome, doesn't mean that we all have to strive for that. So I think it can really affect anybody. The, The class can. That's why I was super excited to come on is just to share the passion that I believe the value that this course has and how much it's worth every single penny you pay for it because it is to me just a life changing moment of time for a really minimal investment of time goes pretty quick and you're busy and it's I looked forward to every video I was like couldn't wait to consume it and watch it it all clicked and made sense so I really think anybody can value and maybe that's cliche and not the answer that you're looking for. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't say it's for everyone. First and foremost, if your intuition tells you to sign up, you should be signing up for whatever reasons your intuition is leading you to do so. But if your ego is trying to make you feel like you should do it, that would be at the time not to. And I would say also, yeah, that I think that the best way I've now found to explain who it's for is the burned out people that have done it all and are exhausted by it. And that was definitely me. And that's how maybe you might have felt coming in or just realizing that maybe you're not even super burned out, but you're feeling like it's a little bit like what's next? Is this all there is might be where you're at? And that's where I was at when I started 10 years ago doing this work to figure out what was next because I did all the stuff that was told to me by all the self-help books and personal development. I got all the shiny pennies. Now what? And also for those bummed out people, I've definitely heard from a lot of students who 
just felt stuck or they didn't know what was next or they just kind of had seen themselves stop evolving and get into this, I wouldn't say slump, but just kind of a pause where they knew they needed to get some source of inspiration that would be fulfilling because they weren't willing to exhaust themselves to the ends they knew wouldn't bring any fulfillment or joy. Do you feel like you feel more joy and fulfillment through living your values? Most definitely. I don't question in my mind, does that really make me happy? Or is that really what I was going after? It all comes from a place in that deep blue well. It all comes from a place that I have lived up to my capital B values. So yeah, it's a feeling of peace. I don't feel like I need to keep up or chase anymore. And what's great about that is for people that might think, oh, if I'm not chasing and if I'm not keeping up, then I'm not going to be accomplishing as much. You've actually very tangibly added things that are important to your life while still maintaining the sense of peace. And that's the beauty when you're living from your values and then implementing through the process we talk about. So once you have your values, by the way, guys, there's a four-step process to actually putting it together into place and also getting over the resistance. That's important. I think that step three of the process is huge in talking about how to actually get over the resistance that's going to try to keep you chasing things for the wrong reasons. What do you think people should know or consider before signing up for class? Is there anything that you think that you would like to let them know? That kind of goes in, I guess, to the advice that I give to somebody and I'd really want to let them know before they started, of course, it has to come from a place of their intuition, but also to create space. And maybe that goes before you start the class, but also maybe that's just life advice in general is to create space in your life, to declutter your mind, to reduce your bandwidth, and just to keep it simple at home and in life. Because I believe that a foggy mind creates a mist or a haze everywhere else in your life. And when you have room or clarity, you can listen to your intuition. You can start a new project. You can spend more time with people you love. You can be a better mama. You can make time for life with intention online. And something that I always love when she says it is Laura Casey. She always says in her social media or blog post or whatever is the key is saying no in order to say yes to something better. I guess that's the advice also I'd give to somebody is what do you want to say no to in life and stop chasing after in order to say yes to what really matters. Yeah. So one of the things that people might have an objection to is how they're going to make time for this. So there are, for everyone listening, you're like, what are the modules? The modules are video modules. And I tried to make them as animated and fun to watch as possible. And they're all short, little bite-sized things. So you can watch one in a few minutes, or you could binge watch all 10 or 12 of them all at once. You're not spending more than a half hour to a full hour. I don't even think any of them besides module four, which are all podcast episodes. It's like the lively show goes life with intention, if you will, where it's case (laughs) studies with different members going through the process and sharing their experience. How did you get it done? Given you had two little ones, your daughter was probably (laughs) six months old at that point. How did you watch it all? And how did you keep on top of it? Like you said, they're just bite-sized videos. And they were so fun to watch with the animation or the illustrations that I think you had somebody do, which are so cute. They were Great. And some of them I ended up watching over because, to be honest, I would say, Mark, my husband, come watch this one, like just a little bite size because it's so such light bulb moments for me. But from a time perspective, like you said, they're bite size. So that makes it easy. But every one, I would maybe sit down and watch that particular module, the videos at night after my kiddos went to bed or on a weekend during their nap time or something. But I found myself thinking about the work of it or what the modules were when I was driving in the car or when I was having lunch or whenever the case was. So I fit that like mental time work into little parts of my day, which is totally kind of the fringe hours concept. I think you just had Jessica Turner. Is that her name on? Yes. 
it's kind of the same concept is if you can just reprioritize your time and stop saying that you don't have time, but just maybe reframe your mind to say it's not a priority, that if it's a priority in your mind, then you can make time for it. So that's part of, I guess, how I made the time. Yeah. And I know a lot of other people sometimes will work it into their miracle morning. They'll wake up slightly earlier than usual to watch just even two or three of the videos at a time and then do the reflection. People liked that habit to start off their day so that they can take that thought with them, like you said, in the car and thinking it over and thinking about their answers along the way so that they can apply it. That's an awesome idea. Were you involved in any of the group coaching calls that we did or did you watch any of them after they were recorded and shared? I did one of them live kind of over my lunch hour at work, I think. And then one or two of my ended up watching recorded, which was just as helpful and just as nice because I kind of had it on in the background and I was listening while I was maybe doing some other stuff on my computer and pulling it up when somebody was on that I engaged with or wanted to listen to. And those were great. The ability that you like let people come right on and talk to you for free or as part of it is just invaluable for people to really have one-on-one time with you and get that coaching is so fantastic. I found it's been a really effective way for other people to learn through relating to the experiences of whoever might be sharing their situation. It's really like double duty because everyone watching it often will relate to one or many of the members that come on, but also that member gets some huge aha moments most of the time as well. Yeah, I think you would find that you're like, oh my gosh, these people are in it together. There are real life humans throughout the country who think like I do or who are going after this like I do because you know, just like anybody, we might do this course somewhat, not in isolation, but you try to share it with who you can, but you can really find your tribe or your people by living with people who are interested in doing the same things you are. So that was a great added benefit too. Did you make an accountability partner or try to connect in any of those group discussions for people that wanted to meet up live or online for certain areas they wanted accountability with? Or is that not something you've done that time around? I didn't do it that time around, probably just because of my young baby at the time and just doing what I could do and being happy with what I could get done. But because I know that you can kind of continue on when the new course is open, I might jump in and do it this year. Yeah, you have lifetime access. It's kind of a great way to reconnect for the alumni that are coming in again and revisit it. Or a lot of sophomores and juniors of the class will say they take in so much more the second time around. So they might get pieces the first time. But when they watch it again, those pieces that have already clicked, click, and then new pieces that are part of it start to make sense even more. And it's also fun for people that's lives have changed and they want to focus on a different area of their life this time that may have shifted since the last time. That's awesome. That's a great value or great thing. I can't wait to do it now that you say that because I am probably at a different place now than I was even a year ago or three months ago or whatever the case. What do you want to focus on this time? I think what you mentioned before that one of the bonuses is your business with intention. I would definitely want to go back and do that. I also think I need to go back and just kind of reevaluate if these are still my intentions just because I made them or felt like this was where I was at. It might not be maybe where I'm still at, or I might want to add things. So it's probably worth the exercise to go through it again. It's so much to take in because there's so much value. So like you said, I probably missed things or glossed over things that at the time maybe didn't speak to me as clearly. But now because I already get the other things would be huge moments for me. So that would be awesome. I'm going to be taking it again, too, just because (laughs) I have assimilated this information over 10 years and spent 14 months putting it all together my life shifts too. My ego flares up in different areas. So I still have to stay on top of this as well. And I'm actually going to be doing the same thing that you are. I'll be taking it myself along with the group. 
and redraft my intentions, update the ones where my values have shifted and start to think going forward into the end of this year and next year, what are the things I'd like to do as a result of my values and have as a result of my values? So I'm right along there with you. What doubts or internal resistance are you currently facing in your life? Really, the doubt or resistance I'm facing, probably like 99% of women is confidence or self-doubt. I think we all let that creep into our souls a little bit. But the reminder I keep telling myself is to get that crazy talk out of my head because that's all it is, is just crazy talk. Actually, the person who says that to me all the time is my husband. You mentioned before he's a triathlete and has done the Ironman. And so many people are like, how could you ever do that? That's such a big commitment and a physical kind of endurance thing. And he says, just as much of it is physical training, it's mental training. And it's probably more mental training than anything else that you just need to push your body beyond limits that you thought was possible. And for me right now, where I'm at in my life is just, I don't know my limits. Nobody does. We don't know our ultimate ceiling. We just need to push beyond and push into the confidence and kind of lean into it. Because I don't know that where I am today is where I'm going to be in three months or in three years, which is so awesome and exciting. For me, the takeaway is that if I attract positivity and confidence, the things that I think about in my mind can become a reality if I let them, if I get out of my own way. So what would you tell someone who's just starting out on this journey? I would tell them, like I said before, to just create space, to make room for what matters in their life and to just believe in your intuition and to listen to it because the amount of wisdom that sits there deep in your gut is where all your answers need to reside from. Oh, that is good. So succinct and so powerful. Katie, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was so kind of you to share. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Jess. Thanks for the opportunity. And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. And Katie, thank you for coming on the show. If you would like to send Katie a message, you can do so over on Instagram at HooraySmail. If you're interested in HooraySmail and what she shared about her services, you can also go to our show notes page at JessLively.com slash Katie Evans to get more details on those HooraySmail bonuses if you're interested. And of course, you can find me over at JessCisInChangeLively. From this show, I hope that you've been able to get a better sense of whether you feel in your intuition that Life with Intention Online is a program for you. If you're excited to join the class, I'm so excited to work with you. You can register over at lifewithintentiononline.com now through September 25th. And before I share who's coming up next week on the show, let's talk with Angela of barerootgirl.com about her experience with Squarespace. Angela, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me, Jess. I'm really happy to be here. Tell us about yourself and your websites. I am a freelance recipe um, video creator and photo creator. I, I really need a better job title. That sounds bad. But <laughs> um, I started out blogging and um, creating my own recipes and was approached by a couple companies to create recipes and then video recipes, kind of just my hands and captions and doing some product shots and miscellaneous things that companies need me to do that are kind of in line with the way that we eat, my husband and I, which is uh, around the paleo diet. It's been really great. It's really stretched my limits as a cook and as a photographer and and doing video and stuff as well. So I kind of split my time between trying to keep up my blogging efforts and doing recipes because that really uh, inspires me and keeps me fueled and then doing the you know the stuff that actually pays (laughs) for my livelihood the rest of the time so yeah you have a few websites here why'd you choose Squarespace for them 
Well, when I started out years ago, I wanted to blog. I heard WordPress was where it was at, and I started there. But I had a lot of frustrations. I didn't know a lot about programming. Even basic HTML was beyond me. So I had some troubles getting it really the way I wanted it. I'm kind of type A. I really wanted it to be exactly the way I wanted it. So I searched out alternatives and found Squarespace. And I've been so happy. I I started with them and stayed with them and have since with other websites as well. What's your favorite thing about Squarespace? My favorite thing about Squarespace is definitely the morale and the just kind of the vibe that you get from them, which I think is just awesome. And they have such a great energy for creating products that really, um, I think, cater toward creative entrepreneurs and um, just this, you know, this like movement that we're seeing with a lot of people feeling motivated to do their own thing and make a living from it and be passionate about what they're doing. And, and I just really think Squarespace gets that and they create templates and, and different products, adding them into the sites that really help creative entrepreneurs to, to really embody what they want to do. That's awesome. And you have an amazing tip for those who are thinking about building a new blog or website. What is it? Yeah. When I got started, I would look at other sites and try and emulate them. And it didn't always execute perfectly the way I wanted and or they seemed to be doing it better. And what I found is I kind of changed my methodology and just started reaching out in some of these awesome creative Facebook groups that I'm in or for entrepreneurs and reaching out to other Squarespace users, especially maybe within an industry that's similar to mine and talk to them about how they're executing, you know, their sites, the the things they, they want to accomplish. And I've just found that's been way more helpful than just trying to look at these different templates and, and trying to copy things. And I, I've just found it's really helped me to, and I think it can do the same for others, to just really accomplish what you want to with your site and make it uniquely yours. That is a great idea. And for anyone else who's out there looking to give this a shot, you got free 14-day trial by going over to squarespace.com lively. And you can enter the code lively at checkout to get 10% off. Again, you get those by going to squarespace.com lively. And the 10% off discount is also lively at checkout. So Angela, where can people go find you online? Well, they can find all of my personal work, um, my personal blogging recipe efforts at bearrootgirl.com. That's B-A-R-E-R-O-O-T-G-I-R-L.com. And all my freelance recipe work is going to be at paleofreelance.com. Angela, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me. It was great. I appreciate it. And now for a sneak peek. Next week on the show, we have John Acuff, the author of Do Over. I'm so excited to share John's story and ultimately what he's shared through his new book, Do Over, which is all about how to create and cultivate your career savings account so you are able to transition your career, whether you're wanting to make that transition or whether something unfortunate happens that forces you to make that transition like a layoff, etc. It's a lively, short, action-filled conversation. I can't wait to share with you next week. Until then, may something wonderful happen to you today. 